Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eberron, Heirs of Destiny. I'm the executive producer here at Final Field Films, John, also known as Sinstaku. And I turn it over to our game master for the evening, Jeremy. Hello, I am Jeremy, and I am running this group through the the, the weird, fantastical, destiny-tinged world of Eberron. Uh, and we'll go ahead and introduce the players, uh, going back to Sinstaku. I'm playing Sethanoth Valande, the half-elven fighter. And Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Balin, the Valinar elf ranger. And Corvus? Hi, I'm Corvus. I'm playing Alex, the human artificer mage. And Antitonic? Hi, I'm Antitonic, and I'm playing Branma, the dwarven fighter. And Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Kira, the human warlock. And Aaron is not with us this week, uh, so we are down a cleric. Um, but we'll be back next week, I assume. Um, so, last week out, uh, our, our group of heroes had made their way into the end of an ancient, uh, long-abandoned Kenneth stronghold located in the Turlock Moor in Dargoon, where they're seeking out a schema, a piece of a magical pattern for their current patron of sorts in Lady Eladrin Devoun of House Caneth. After braving the creatures and guardians in the facility, they had found the schema as well as a battle axe they went to Bronma and a wand, which Seth had picked up. That wand proved to be an intelligent creation by the name of Batrax, which attuned itself to Seth by absorbing some of his life essence. Uh, meanwhile, Kira was investigating a pool of water in the center, which Druid went over. Uh, they learned that they were each seeing something very different looking back at them themselves. Uh, Edwin reached out and then touched the pool and vanished. Uh, after some deliberation, the group followed, finding themselves in the middle of a building uh, in Shea Mordai, the, the uh, city of the dead in Aranel. Uh, this was somewhat expected not only for the party, but for the Aranali, because there was not supposed to be any active teleportation methods into the city. Uh, an undying counselor by the name of Thalean Vacquil called, the, uh, called off the guards who had immediately showed up, um, telling the group this was a somewhat unprecedented event, and they wanted to get to the bottom of it. He'd provided the party with a place to stay while the situation was worked out. And that is basically where we left off. So, the group of you are located in, I, I believe when we exactly left off, you guys had just ended up at the at your guys' little apartment area where you guys are staying, yep. um, uh, which is right near the barracks. Uh, I've been told if, if there's an emergency or anything that, that, that you need to quickly that you could talk to the um, uh, the captain in the barracks, um, whose name was... Captain Anastasia. Yes. Uh, Valantha Anastasia. Um, and you guys just have a little time to sort of figure out what you want to do while, while the Undying Court, assumedly, figures out exactly what to do with you. Um, any plans? Um, and, well, I, well, I, is... I, 
wanted this to. This is the morning now, isn't it? Like yes. We, we slept. Yeah, so we, you guys we had time. You took a rest. Slept okay. for the night. Um. So it's been a while. Uh, I so I have a couple of different things going on, and I need to know what I can do because uh, the wand wants to kill undead, and I know it wants to kill undead. It's fairly insistent uh-huh. about it, and I know I'm in a place filled with undead. So I I tried previously to put it into the bag of holding and was compelled to not do so. Do I still Correct. feel the compulsion to not do that? You can try again. Um, when you go to when you go to get the wand, uh, roll me an insight roll because it's not actively speaking at the, to you at the moment. Six. So you're not entirely sure what's going on. Um, it is being silent right now, as of before. Whereas before, it was they're undead here. We need to destroy them. Uh, in that same sort of very polite uh, tone, beginning more and more agitated. That's gone away. You're not sure whether it's it's anger with you and giving you the silent treatment, or if it's gone dormant, or what? Well, I'm I'm doing this as much for its comfort as well as for my as well right. as for my not trying to start a fight. Mm-hmm. So I pull it off my belt and try to put it into the bag of holding. Go ahead and roll me a charisma roll. Saving throw? Uh, no, a roll. This is personality conflict and it is contested rolls. Alright. Nine. Does that succeed or fail? Uh, give me just one second. I need to up the item stats, which I should have already done. Um, my my poor rolling, I've rolled a five and a four so far. <laughs> we are so, off to a great start. Uh, bad tracks. It's a... You wait till something important happens. Oh no, I rolled, I rolled double... Important. I rolled double natural ones for the first time in my life on Thursday. Yes. Oh yeah. So you go to put it you you go to put it away and you hear in your head very calm voice please don't do that and I'm you don't to, want to I'm going to action point and see 10 you still don't want to <laughs> damn <it>. fucking ones <laughs> ah put it back on my belt that was so a if, different kind of if response. you put me away our connection will not be as strong and it will take you time to get to me if you need me. Then, and it seems to make sense to you. And then, then I'm going to need you to not want to not tell me to kill everything I see. We are not in an advantageous position for that. There's a brief pause, and it says, "I apologize." Um. When when I arrived, when when you arrived here, uh, it was a it was a bit of a shock. Um, but I've had some time. I've thought about it, and I've I've 
examine this situation a little more clearly, these aren't quite the same thing. I believe we are okay with these things for now. I'm not quite sure what to make of them, but they aren't quite undead, so to speak. That's fine. Just know that when we're in danger, you will come out. Of course. Please leave it to me to make that decision, though. Of course. I hope you don't mind some advice from time to time, though. That's fine. Wonderful. I'll leave it. Leave, so, yeah. leave her on my belt then for now. Okay. Is it uh, that? I don't know if I've actually confirmed that. Is really it, able to tell. Like, is it a feminine voice? Fairly, it, there's a slight tilt towards feminine, but it's sort of an. It, there is sort of an androgynous nature to the voice. The is the name in particular a a, a you can roll me a history yeah. roll, I suppose. Sure, let's do that. Eleven. An eleven. Um so the problem backtracks you're trying to figure out like the etymology because there's so much like was it Elven made? Was it um was it was it I don't know, maybe uh you know there are many ages of, of things over the years. Was it perhaps made by, by House Caneth? So it would be human. You can't quite get the right, for lack of a better term, racial etymology. Mm-hmm. Or nomenclature, I guess. Regardless. You, so you can't really place where like this word the race might come from. Or gnomish, or... Right. Not not really, no. Um, yeah, it's really hard to tell. You can't quite... And without that, there's no way to know what... Oh. If any, uh, uh, there might be. Um, Alright, yeah. So, back on my belt, and then I'm going to go out and... I already spent the gold for it. I'm going to go out and buy yes. the uh, long sword okay. that I want to buy. Okay. What about the rest of you? What's uh, Rumba doing? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if there's any way I can like take over a kitchen and make breakfast. So not much. Yes. I don't think. There is it. There is a small kitchen area in the in your living domicile. Um. Because like is Shea Mordai is not just, like it's not only populated with undead or undying. God. Undying. Um so you know, they do have to deal with, with the uh the realities of life, food and sleep and <clears throat> so on and so forth. Um, so you do have a kitchen area. Um, it is docked. It's a little bit the the the, the ingredients are perhaps a little bit stale because it's not like they set this place up just now for you. Um, you guys are taking over what looks to have been 
an available space. Um, but there is some, it's a lot of, a lot of grains, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of spices. There's no, there obviously aren't any perishables like meats and the like, you'd have to go out and get that, um, from the market, but there's definitely the base for making food here. Okay. I think Valen is also there. Okay. Um, cause he wanted to just check in and be like, so are you okay? What was the deal? You, you kept sort of shadowing me. Oh, I don't know how comfortable I am in this place. And, and I mean, you, you always look like you've got things covered. So, Hey, if I copy you, then hey, at least we're both getting in trouble. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, you know, that these aren't my people, people, but I'm like, I'm, they, they look like me. So I'm sure that gives me some sort of upside. Oh, damn. I always make that mistake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people uh, look I'm not. The same, but I... That came out wrong. Try again. Can I not? <laughs> not yeah. All right. Well, it's it's your basic. You know, you're in a, a potentially hostile situation, but no one is actively trying to kill you yet. So you roll with it, right? Hmm. Like they all seem to not want us to kill us, so I'm happy to just keep going along as we have. Fair enough. What's what about uh, you? Are you alright? This is... This is a bit weird for me. I'm, this is not what I... This is not where I expected to be. Um, I... I'm very confused about how any of this happened. Um... But we're here now, and I quite like it. Hmm. Some breakfast. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> we, can, we can cut I'll, away there. I'll cook a, a little cool. bit of breakfast, but I'll also put a little bit of my um, home spice in it. Okay. Um, what is Alex doing right now? Uh, at the point where, uh, from the sounds of it, um, Branma and Valen are cooking and mm-hmm. Seth has gone out to find weapons and things, uh, Alex is preparing for the day with her various magical preparations. Okay. And will be come, and, uh, at some point we'll come out and, uh, uh, wander over to Branma and Valen. So Valen here, I... Uh, made some more of those magical arrows that I retconning here, borrowed off you again. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. And hand you another bundle of 20 uh, infused arrows. They will last eight hours. So um, Useful. May need to use them again today. Uh, may need to re-infuse them today, but we'll see what they go. And um, assuming that since Saki comes back at some point during this conversation... Seth. Uh, Seth, rather, sorry. Seth comes back at some point during this conversation. Um, so Jedi Seth takes, suddenly shows up. 
since this, all, since this all takes me maybe an hour longer than like a, a normal rest, I have to spend some more time doing other things. Uh, I will also walk over to Seth and say, um, I, your point about you're being on an island full of people who may want to kill you is was well made. Um, I've got some things that might I that maybe will help prevent that. Uh, and I will hand Seth a first of all a potion of superior healing, um, which is eight d four plus eight potion. Okay, uh, it's a level three spell slot, so <laughs> you understand what the significance of that is to me. Um, and a scroll, and as best I can tell, I from studying your magic you have been casting, you should be able to cast this, though it may be a little more effort than when I do. It is a spe- it is a haste scroll, uh, and you can cast it on yourself or somebody else, um, and hopefully this will keep, again, help you keep out of trouble, or maybe do a bit more trouble. I, I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, do be careful. I get the feeling it may not always work for you um, as reliably as it does for me, for example, but um, yeah, and that's the earlier um, DC 13 spell check. Yeah. Uh, to cast that. Um, and that cost me three levels of arcane recovery. I'm only mentioning these things so you understand the resources <laughs> I'm expending on you people, um, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, so... And there is a thing I wanted to do while I was out, so we'll say that, yes. that happened first before I left, because I wouldn't leave without eating breakfast. Okay. That's you know, that makes sense for Seth. <laughs> I was just like, this was this was a thing that I did, like, as part of my rest, and it was during the night and stuff, so I was also, um, yep. I was trying to do it first, but then Seth decided to get into a conversation with his wand. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I think that's all I've got for. Okay. And then I've got a, and then I've also got a potion myself, just for people to know. It's not quite as, it's cool. a slightly less powerful one, but I, that's the one I'm hanging on to. Cool. For now. And Kira, what are you up to? Hmm, I was trying to think whether Kira would uh, stay for breakfast before heading out. Uh, probably yes. Okay. <clears throat> so you, you you all stay for breakfast. Um, which it's interesting. Um, definitely not food that that you guys are used to. It definitely has Brahmin's, you know, style. You did Brahmin being the cook that she is, is, is good at making, putting a certain level of consistency and sort of smoothing out what you guys really aren't used to in terms of the kind of food that, um, uh, that the Arinelli uh, uh, typically eat, which is not to say that it's bad food, Um, like, at its base. It's just, it would be like somebody who has never had, um, never had Asian food have going into a Cambodian place for the first time. Um... Uh, but yeah, you do a good, fairly good job of, of, of putting it all together. Um, get your guys, get your guys's 
Bellies full and get ready to face the day. Uh, so Seth is heading out to the market. Um, anybody so going? Kira. Okay. Uh, not necessarily so. the same. Not not necessarily uh, uh, staying with Seth the full right. length of the way because she's looking for other different things. Yes, but you're at least going to the same general place. Yes. Um, and the the uh, the market is across the 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 river that runs through the city or the you know uh, canal that runs through the city. Um. It's a fairly large-sized, mostly open, uh, mostly open-air market, uh, with a few places that are indoors. Um, but it is this is this actually would probably be you know despite the other than the fact that the city is still unnervingly quiet, um, other than that chanting that you hear from somewhere in the city, um, ambient and. Huh? Ambient chanting. Ambient chanting. And occasionally it's not just like from one location. Like there will be priests of transition is what they call them. Uh, the the priests who, who act as like if you grab somebody and ask them. Uh, the, the priests, they're the priests that help people who, who are deemed worthy with going through the transition from being um, living to to being an undying, to being deathless, as they refer to it. Um, uh, you see some of them walk around, and they're doing it to it, some sort of religious significance, obviously. Uh, but aside from that, and aside from, you know, the, 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 the strange colored flames that you see every now and then, and the fact that the whole thing is built like a big giant mausoleum city. Um, the open air market is a little bit more the kind of thing that you guys are used to um, being you know, from a lower part of Sharn. Uh, you do see a lot of places like this. Um, again, it's not that, well, actually you guys probably do deal with, see, see occasionally undead <laughs> at the market, not at this level. Um, and you guys make your way through finding the places that you are seeking out. So, Seth, you end up uh, sort of, sort of, just wandering through, looking for uh, just necessarily some, possibly anything that catches your eye, um, and you come across a, uh, a weapons. Um, Looks like he doesn't actually, like, it's not his forge area. He brings them from wherever wherever he actually uh, um, uh, creates the weapons. Um, but it is a, a, a living elf um, uh, who has just a variety of bites. A lot of them are even, even the ones that aren't... Um, that are just sort of the same long swords, short swords, uh, uh, crossbows, etc. Even those look a little bit different, look a little bit exotic because uh, Arunel, all of the, the methods that they use to create stuff 
stuff is they're using the same methods that they've been using for for millennia on their isolated island. Uh, so everything looks a little bit exotic, and this sort of catches your eye. Uh, you come up to him, um, and he looks over, see, sees you coming up. He was talking with, talking with somebody in the stall next to him, and sort of smiles and uh, uh, walks over, or moves over in your direction. Um, you look new. Uh, can I interest you in anything? Hello, welcome. Yep. Hi. Um, two things, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reach back and I just just draw my sword and lay it on the. Uh, I'm assuming there's a counter. Yes. Yeah. So I just sort of draw my my you know single edged long sword put mm-hmm. it on the on the counter before him and looking for an upgrade. Okay. Um, and then I reach back and pull out the leather map case that I carry my, mm-hmm. my dad's broken sword in. And also, I don't know if you know anybody, but, and I, I'll sort of like open it up and show them what's inside. Looking for somebody who can re uh, put this back together. Okay. Hmm. Well, I can definitely do something for the, I, I tell you first, and he picks up uh, the, the, your long sword, the, the functional one. Yeah. Alex over. This is definitely a sword. Um, I'm uh, I'm glad you're so astute. It, it's perfectly functional, but I am positive I can get you something better. No offense. It looks like it's seen its. It looks like it's seen its time, and it it certainly has. Um. So l- let's take care of that part first, and then I'll. I'll uh, that's interesting. It's looking at uh, pointing at the the, the broken up sword. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way, and then we and then and then we can address that. And um, he grabs several different swords, uh, long swords. Uh, he actually pulls out a scimitar. Um, are you actually stops? Are you looking for a, a different star, or does the long sword work for you? Well, a long sword works for me. Same okay. style, just he puts it back. materials. Um, oh, and I cap the uh, the map case yeah. and put it back on my belt. So he puts out a few. Um, and he says, "This is standard steel longsword." Uh, do do you find I um uh, I am fairly well renowned as in terms of the quality of my weapons? I guarantee them. If you're looking for something particularly good, you forgive me for saying so. You seem to have um, uh, the wanderer look about you. I mean, the fact that you're here suggests that much, at least. I look down. I look down at the heavy leather traveling coat that I'm wearing, yes. and armor covered in blood and dust and yeah, and burnt spots. Yeah, he's polite not he's polite enough not to point those things out. That's a fair um, assessment. <laughs> um, I understand the things out off the island are a little bit more hectic. This might be what what'll do you. And he holds it up, and uh, the sword itself actually has it's it's 
you know, standard, at first glance, it looks like a, just a very, very well-made long. So when you look at it closer, there's sort of a pale sheen to the metal. Um, not quite a glow. Like, it, it's not casting its own light or anything like that. But it looks like the... You take it and you, like, hold it up to the light, and the, 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 the sheen that comes off of it is a lot stronger. I don't know if you've ever heard of Day of Steel before. Um, it is forged from a mine, or the the, the, the metal is taken from a mine um, that's located within one of our manifest zones to Irian, to the to the endless day. Um, um, does he does he like let me take yes. it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So while he's talking, I'll just sort of grab it and feel the weight. Mm-hmm. It's very well weighted. <clears throat> Um, I don't know how familiar you are with, with the, here on Arian, we have a very strong connection with Arian. Um, Arian is a, it's a, it is a plane of, it's where our deathless, uh, uh, draw their energy from rather than the, 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 the destructive and, uh, abominable tendencies of, of the undead. Um, so the metal comes with, uh, sort of carrying an inherent positive energy to it, um, which, as I understand, tends to be fairly, uh, ruthless, again, when, when, when trying to combat the undead. I'm sure that you will have plenty of opportunity to put that to use out there. Um, Um, out of of curiosity, what style of... What of longsword? Do is it is it like a single edge, double edge? Like it's a double edged blade. Okay. Um, there is enough. There is enough craft put in it to it. It's definitely the kind of sword that's going to stand out once you get out. Once once you get back to Corvair, um, it's a little bit. Uh, like you compare it to the sword that you have, it's a little bit more delicate looking, but it's much. But as you're as you're, you know, sort of mentally swinging it about, it still has the same weight. It still has the same balance. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, a little bit of gold inlay in in uh, uh, the hilt and the pommel. Um. Yeah, it it looks like a very nice sword. It also um, is a very nice sword. It also is a very nice sword. Yes, <laughs> doesn't just look like a very nice sword. Yes. It is a very nice sword. Uh, so after giving it a few, just you know, practice swings, um, does it, it? It obviously wouldn't fit in my scabbard because it's for a different design of weapon. But yes, no, and um, he can surprise you with the scabbard of you know, sort of lay it across. Yeah, no, I, I, I can definitely see myself having a use for this. I will take it. Wonderful, and yeah, he quotes seventy-five gold for you. I pay it out um, without yep. asking. Uh, so that out of the way, let me take a look at this. Um, So he looks at the he looks at the sword and he starts looking over the uh, the runes on it. 
And there's a little bit of a... His brow creases a little. Like, this is interesting. Um, what what do you know about it so far? Well, I know that it belonged to my dad. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, is dead. But, you know. I'm sorry to hear that. The world. It's okay. It was a long time ago. Uh, and then I'll point to where the rune that we that the runes that we had sort of uh, trend that we had sort of translated mm-hmm. were, and then, uh, this says Loris, but I don't know what that means. <sighs> so Loris is uh, that that that's accurate. Um, <clears throat> Loris is it's not quite an. <sighs> It's sort of, uh, for, use the term, it's a pigeon term. Um, that is, it, part, of, part elven, part, um, uh, it's elven, but it's not modern elven. It's essentially, the word means, uh, uh, uh fate um of uh, the fate uh, uh destiny um uh prophetic uh something to that effect it depends on what goes on with it unfortunately i can't quite tell because the, the 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 other room is sort of where the crack is um It definitely seems to be a sign. I would say it is definitely a significant sort of some kind. Um, repairing it is something that's beyond what I can do. Do you have any idea of where I might find someone who could? I would say perhaps I mean my first my the first thing I would say would be someone here on Aranel within the Undying Court. Um <laughs> getting an audience with them might be something very different. Uh might be it might be a, a matter in and of itself. Um there are uh, some very, 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 as you might imagine, old people within the court who might be able to... Seth does not laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, who can probably... If anybody would know how to do it, they would. The problem isn't reforging the play. That would be simple enough. The problem would be this blade, it seems to have something woven in it. And that would need to be repaired as well. So you would need to know somebody who can enchant something or fix an enchantment. Hmm. Um, if he knows... Uh, I don't know. You'll have to forgive me. I, I live on air now. I've never, I, I actually live here in the city. I've never, I've left the city, but not the island as a whole. 
Um, so I don't know who might be able to help outside here, but and we don't really have any enchanters of that that I'm aware of here, other than perhaps someone in the court. Um, hopefully that can at least give you somewhere to start. Well, I have an idea, yeah. and I appreciate it. So. Of course. Cap, the, cap it back into the, uh, mm-hmm. the map case that I carry on. Um, do you guys do like a trade-in thing, I say, indicating the <laughs> other longsword? I can take it off your hands. It will, if nothing else, and you'll forgive me for saying so, it will at least have value in being melted down. That works fine for me. Yeah. And I'll take the other and one. We'll pay you. I one. don't have it up in front of a whatever half value it's of a like longsword is. It's like eight yeah. silver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Longswords are cheap and common. Yep. Um, to be precise, it is do right here. If I didn't skip the page. Um uh it yeah, it's uh eight eight sorry, eight gold, not eight silver. Okay, cool. So yeah. Uh so Kira you are yes. looking for a a something of arcane value. Uh yeah, although I'm not sure we want to go through that first part. Kira is also yeah. looking for uh writing tools uh and and uh, ink, paper, ink mm-hmm. pen. Yes. Because she hasn't really had I mean, those of her own. She's probably borrow, borrowing... Good news but... is you can probably find both of those in the same place. <laughs> it's um, quite possible. <laughs> so you start looking around, you actually find not of, not in the stalls, but one of the few um, actual permanent shops uh, that is set up around, around the marketplace. Ooh. Um, is uh, a a an arcanist. Um, hey. uh, and you head in, walk in, and like you walk in, and perhaps you're sort of hoping that you know it's going to be some magical items for sale thing, like bunch of. Not really the case, but they do have. It's a um. This is actually a a human one. Ooh. Um uh very small little shop. Um does have like one or two little things uh uh in sort of the uh, uh counter covered in glass behind her. Um and is just sort of sitting there. Looks like she she's she's in the process of transcribing something and looks up as you come in. Oh uh Welcome. What can I do Hello. for you? Uh, I was uh, well. Firstly, I was looking for some uh, uh, basic scribe uh, materials. You know, ink, ink, paper. Oh, of course. Ink, yes, actually, I can absolutely anything. do that. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah, you can pick a she, however much of that you want to pick up. Yeah. Um, it's probably uh I expect the cost to be such that it won't impact my gold count. Probably. Probably. 
I mean, a little but, bit, but yeah, slightly, but yeah, but but I do have uh, a good amount of coinage in other, even if I haven't written those down. Right. I'll get get to spend some of those. Uh, do we take off one or two gold for this? Uh, so ink is actually fairly expensive. Oh, right. Um, ink. Ink costs. Yeah. Yeah. Ink is, I'm just going by, by player's handbook here. Yep. 10 gold for a one ounce bottle. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll um, and then, that. yeah, the, 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 the writing utensil and the paper, that's a matter of like, uh, probably a gold for like 10 sheets of paper and a, and a writing utensil. Okay. I'll spend I'll spend like eleven gold. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Also, I'm also I might also be in a market for um hmm, uh a curio of a certain type. Uh, I often I've I've been looking into uh um. So Mysteries of the magical nature, and mm-hmm. uh, but I've uh, those, te- but uh, those tend to not be vi- they tend not to be visible to uh, to a naked eye, even with these on. <laughs> she can probably identify. Of course, so you are looking for something that will yes help 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 you locate. Magical things. Yes. I can absolutely help you with that. You are in luck. I just happen to have gotten one in. Uh, she, she opens up the case um, with a spell that you actually recognize because it has been cast very recently. As she does a knock spell. Uh, opens, up, opens up, pulls out a... a, a um, this will allow you, it carries, uh, you know, only a number of times it can, it can, uh, activate, uh, three times uh, per day. Yes. Uh, three times a day. Um, and it will allow you to, as if the, as if the actual magical spell had been cast, uh, uh detect the presence of magical items in your vicinity. Ooh. Excellent. And that would be 170 gold is the price for it. Yep. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and Alex, were you coming along with? Uh, Kira would have asked Alex if, 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 uh, it's, if, if coming along would be something she wanted to do. Uh, I, I originally actually wasn't sure, but... Um... Actually, I need to go and check out the same stuff, or at least like mm-hmm. scribing supplies and also um, a variety of supplies, uh, roughly 50 the gold. Components for, for, yes, for, for, <laughs> uh, for scribing a scroll. Uh, yes. Well, or not uh, scribing opposite, a scroll, the but opposite, actually. A, yeah. I, <laughs> describing a scroll is what we're. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. The, the, because uh, rip, uh, material components you expend as you experiment with the scroll to master it, as well as the fine inks you need to record it. Yes. Um, basically, 
yeah, I need to refresh my various uh, supplies okay. because I am, in fact, writing scrolls occasionally now. Um, mm-hmm. And also, we will have been taking notes and things. And 50 gold worth of yes. various supplies and things so that I can tra- that I can transcribe the alarm scroll that I believe I'm still carrying mm-hmm. around. So, yeah, you, um, went, you went with Kira. Yeah, because uh, you guys were both going basically for the same place. Um, and, and the woman's like, ah, Yes, we have plenty of people who who, who learn their uh, expand their repertoire in that similar way. So I can absolutely help you with that. Uh, and she she goes under the counter and starts putting up the items that you the the specific inks and and paper that are uh, the materials that you are going to need for that. Um, and it is 50 gold's worth. Yay! Funny how that works out. A note of that. Um, additionally, I'm looking for something to maybe, uh, provide me with a little bit of protection, uh, you know, from people who may wish to do me harm. Unfortunately, being a, uh, um, What's the word? A uh, magical user. Armor is not really my style. Perhaps something in a cloak mm-hmm. or necklace. Do you know if you or somebody around might carry such an item? I don't know if that's mm. perhaps not. Uh, not like, like a magical implement of some kind. Uh more like a like a necklace or a cloak of say protection. <laughs> yes. Uh, a magical yeah. item of some kind. Yes. Um, no, but you said implement, which is a different thing, isn't it? Well, implement item. Isn't Sorry, implement a, words. Uh, like a specific a tool. It's a tool that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a tool. It means. No, yeah. I know. I, I thought magical implement was like a, a class of actual weapon. Only in like... some really weird system. I, I, okay. I anyway. Anyways. Pauses a moment while she's trying to think. Like, I don't. We don't have a lot of people who. Um, we don't have a lot of import of that sort of thing typically. Fair enough. Um, we do have. I mean, not that I can think of here. Not right. That's right. Thank you for uh, thank you anyway. Uh, of course, for, for all these other items, uh, we'll spend my fifty gold. Cool, fifty gold, and uh, yeah, cool. I think that's all the shopping I'm doing, at least. For and me. yeah, you guys eventually make your guy make your way back to wherever you're headed, back to the back to the apartment, or off your own way. Yeah, whichever it may be. Okay, let's get back to the apartment. Um, for the apartment bound, was there anything particular that you guys had planned beyond that? I know there's some planning discussion going on in chat, uh, so I wanted to see if there was any of that you wanted to talk about. I mean, well, we were on our own, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, Edwin has think, gone off to go deal with some 
exploring the city a little bit. Did our post specify any timetable for us to when uh, we might be summoned? Not, not really. Not uh, there wasn't a well. We will, you know, in two days from now or I later so. the next day. Um, you kind of have your own. I would essentially probably over the next few days. Was there anything that you guys had pl- that was planning? Hmm. You've got a little bit of time. I'm planning on laying low until we're called for. Okay. Well, depending on what we're doing, I've got to spend a couple of hours uh, playing with the scroll if, if we're just mm-hmm. killing time. Yeah, and in that time, you definitely can get it transcribed over into your spell book. Which I believe means I need to write a. Th- I need to make a roll. Uh, I don't believe you need a roll for that. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Takes two hours. Costs fifty oh. gold. Nope, no roll. That's weird. The DMG says that you do. The DMG the, is wrong in this case. But the player's handbook does not. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, then I just, I guess I know. Proofreading. So, yeah, uh, you guys pretty much just lay low for a few days then? Yeah. Here I might actually explore. There are, so hmm. there are a couple of things that we were, that, like I said, uh, as you pointed out, that were being planned in the thing. One is, Finding how to potentially get off the island and back to the mainland, yeah, or how that how one would if not if not actually doing so, and secondly, uh, whether or not there are there is a library or some other form of repository of historical knowledge. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, so rule me. I will make it an investigation roll. Do uh, I get? Try. Some kind of advantage for my sage, sage, whatever that's called. Six. The 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 background uh, thing that I have that lets me know where to find information. Yes. Well, hold on a second, because this is more checking with people on the streets kind of thing. Um, oh. oh, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean for like the library and the. I guess okay. Uh, let me look at it. Uh, if you attempt, when you attempt to learn or recall, yep, this is Sage. When you attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore, if you do not know uh, that information, you often know from where you can obtain it. Usually, it comes from a library, scriptorium, blah 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 blah. Specifically, the thing that I'm looking for is I want to know why the fuck Kenneth is connected. Like a Kenneth facility has a portal to here of all places. So that's the knowledge that I'm looking for. I'm curious to know, I assume there'll be a library nearby that may help me in that, in that, in learning why. So I will have you roll me a history. Okay. Go on, nerd stuff. Nope. Not so much. So. Not feeling like action pointing, I guess. Ah, no, not for this. This is that sort of thing. Honestly, you're you're trying to figure out like 
where it would be, unfortunately, this side of the equation, the Elvin side of the equation, you are completely unfamiliar with. That's cool. The other side, you might be able to find out information on the other side. The big question would be where and you think it out. That part you can you, that part you can get without rolling. This is to see if you would know on this side. Um, you're puzzling out. As old as this place is, you're going to guess that it would probably be in what used to be the 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 Kenneth, uh, um, uh, essentially home city. Uh, which is Metro in what was once Seer. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I'll leave that alone for now then. Okay. Um, So trying to figure out like, so the rest of you go out on a, on a sort of hunt down how to potentially get off the, (laughs) off of the Island that you were teleported to. Yeah. Um, repository of knowledge, knowledge in general. Mm-hmm. And Valen, you're just I, a little bit distracted because you see a lot of things that are sort of in very superficial, minor ways similar to your home, your your mm. where you came from, and it's just it's very very different. But there's just enough in it that it's sort of stuck in the back of your mind and you're not really thinking, you know, not really on your game. Um, uh, Branma, Kira, and Seth, you guys start, you guys, okay, well, where we, where would we go? Let's see if we can find a way out of the city, first of all, because wherever you've gone, you've seen um, uh, walls around the city. There's got to be some gate out. Um, and you do eventually find it. It's it's off to uh, off to the west, um, not too far from where you guys are. Uh, and you go up to it, and you see uh, as you get close, there is a very sm- you see a very small like people occasionally trickling in. Like you take a few minutes. Uh, maybe maybe fifteen twenty minutes to just sit there and sort of sort of watch before you know you try to barrel through the door. Um, it, there there are uh, uh, two openings and two basically uh, doors in the wall there, and you see occasionally uh, people will come in. Uh, always elves, always half elves, or elves or half elves. Um, and occasionally you see people come out, merchant merchants, probably traveling from from city to city with an aeronaut. Uh, and Brahma, you just at one point just grab somebody, like, hey, where if if we need to get out of you know, if we need to get out of here, what's the deal? Um, and the person is a, a half elf who actually looks Corvarian. Um, uh, it says, seems a little confused by that, but, but goes with it. And, and well, I mean, if the only way that you would be in here is if you had a reason to be in here, right? So 
once you're done talking with your uh, ancestor, Mrs. Dwarf, um, you can just go. Essentially, what you learn is as people, uh, when people come here, there is a um, a sort of screening process that that's directly outside the gate, sort of a uh, an area out there um, that's sort of a, a polite sign of security. Um, you have to give you know who you are, where you're from, your ancestry, and who you want to meet with in the city. Um, outside of that, if you're in here for uh, commercial purposes or research or or anything like that, you have to have some sort of of, of documentation proving that. But leaving is simple. You just walk out the door and head on down the road to eventually whichever city you to get to. Um, that said, you are on an island, so you'd have to get to one of the port cities and find Charter back. Um, so yeah, that answers that. It didn't answer us, well, Kira looking for a repository of knowledge. No, repository of knowledge. I was handling one thing at a time. Yep. Um, so you start asking around about the repository of knowledge, you know, like, like library or something like that. And yes, there are absolutely libraries. Um, they are here in, in Shea Mordai. They are uh, entirely under the control of the Undyne Court. Ah. Um, there are like like you talk with somebody and they're like, "Well, there's that," and you can petition them to 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 look through the libraries. Um, if that's not something that is necessarily what uh, something you're comfortable doing, or or if they turn you down. There are other repositories here on Aranel, uh, specifically in uh, the capital city, uh, which is not directly controlled by uh, uh, the Indian Court itself. It's actually ruled by uh, it's Shea Cardell, Cardell, which is yeah, ruled by the sibling kings who yes. actually actually rule the nation. Uh, you might have a better time there if you get turned down here. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, once you, guys, once you guys find out that information, uh, Brahma, you want to go stop by the weapons, uh, weapons yeah, stall? Just, yeah, yep. I didn't get much of a chance to when everyone else did. Okay. I guess for staying behind, that's what I get. <laughs> um, and of course, like I said, this is all over a few periods. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I'd like to go up to weapons guy and ask if he has anything in like a 
a short sword or, or like or something? So a short sword or what? You roboted out with that last a, word. A scimitar or something. Scimitars. Yes, we do have... We have short swords and scimitars. Um, is there any, again, uh, unfailingly polite and friendly, um, uh, puts out a, 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 a few different styles. Um, and you might recognize, like, there's a lot of similarity with... Um, uh, I mean, obviously, with with uh, uh, Valinar and their styles, um, one 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 nation gave birth to the other. Um, so yeah, he puts out. You know, there are the standard um, uh, steel, very well made, has a little bit of ornament, ornamentation on it. Uh, he does have both in day steel. Um, that seems to be his primary, um, uh, uh, primary selling feature, uh, whether he has, he has a line on the, on the, or, or whatever the case may be. Um, he can also do a, um, obviously this isn't permanent, but he can do a weapon blacked version if that's something you're interested in. Um, yeah. Um, so this is a little bit like just for Jeremy, um, not the actual weapon cape. Um, right. The double scimitar. Is that yes. what you've been mentioning? Or? The double scimitar. So he doesn't put that out, but he does have several, he does have several that you can see. Um. Like whether he's just making assumptions or what. <laughs> and would I be able to work out sort of how to be used? Like if they're like, a, um, I don't know, like a double-edged sword or something like that. The description's a little bit vague. Sorry. It, so, it's yes. a staff weapon. With, <clears throat> if you take two scimitars and put them together handle to handle, then that's pretty much it. I mean, more or less, that's it. Um, so, like a, a save sword or something. Think, 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 sort of, you know, Darth Maul's lightsaber, but with Darth the Maul except for its curves. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I went to Final Fantasy IX first. Sorry, <laughs> I, I am not a <laughs> nerd. I don't know what Final Fantasy IX is because I'm a fake nerd. <laughs> no such thing. Um, <laughs> was the, that's the joke. Yeah, I know. Um, so here it is to give you a good look at one, um, there. Yeah, it really is. It's essentially two, uh, curved scimitar blades, um, with, with palm, uh, handles for each of them, uh, connected at the pommels. Um, but they curve in opposite directions. But they curve in opposite directions. Yes. Okay. Would I be able to get um, two of the day steel scimitars? Yes, absolutely. Um, 
Excuse me. Uh, yes, of course. Um, I, uh, you're in luck. I actually happen to have just two of them, but of course. So the two day steals, that would be their, their 625 each. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, it says 125 on your... 125 for the non-day steal. Okay, uh, these are no... We are talking about normal stars here, not double yes. stars. Uh, okay. I yes. Cost 125 gold. Day steal available for 625. Yeah. yeah. I I thought that was a bit of a deal. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's confusing because the way you've written it on the sheet, you've called them mm. day steal scimitars and then said cost 125. Uh, day <laughs> Yeah. So there were three separate lines there. Daysteel Longsword, 75. Daysteel Scimitar, 125. Aranali Double Scimitar, 125. Daysteel. Yeah, I didn't word that the best. I think Bram was asking about Daysteel Scimitars, though, right? Two of them? Not the doubles? Uh, Not the doubles, no. Oh, yeah, Um, no. Then, yeah, 250. Okay, yeah. That's a, a little bit of a just to make it clear. Yes, is that surely we work our way back to what we meant? <laughs> so yes, okay, yes, no, just regular scimitars being one twenty-five each. Yes, yeah, no, yes, correct. That's a, okay. that's a big jump for the double. <laughs> uh, Craig, I mean, it's one twenty-five versus one. You, Basically, you it is five times the cost. You do pay a premium to look that cool. Well, and uh, I assume that there is, you know, it's not as simple as just gluing two scimitars together. Yeah, I mean, you showed us that picture. They're weighted different. You showed us that picture. That's what it looks like. It looks like two scimitars glued together. It does look like that, but... <laughs> well, no, because if you look at the difference between the Valinor yeah. scimitar and the Valinor devil scimitar, yeah, yeah, yeah. blade size, and yeah. Anyways, so I'll hand over the the two fifty and then put them into my pack. Okay. Um, on a personal note, uh, do you speak Elven? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I had a a couple of questions. I'm not a a speaker language myself, but I had a couple of questions mm-hmm. of some phrases that you might be able to impart upon me. Of course, I would be more than happy to help you learn. Okay, then that would conclude my business. Okay. So, yeah, am I missing anything else from the immediate group of this is what I'm doing on my three days? Uh, Cool. Nothing for me, no. Okay. Um, Hmm? Yep, it's probably done. Okay. So you guys sort of other pretty much just hang out. Um, it's about it. It takes you guys a couple of days to get used to the uh, quiet, the, the 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 constant smell of incense. Um, which once you do get more used to that, you do kind of start to understand why. Because this is a city of death. Incense helps hide that. Uh, And it's not like once you get used to it, you know, all of a sudden the city smells terrible, but 
you do start to get a, a good idea of why that's the case. Um, so about about three days in, um, you guys are are, are just sort of uh, sitting in sitting in the um, uh, in the domicile. Uh, and you hear a knock on the door. Uh, I'll open the door. Okay. Uh, you open the door, uh, and Thalane is there. Um, uh, looks the, looks the same as he did before. Very, very old, obviously undead, uh, a little bit animated. Um, and he smiles, which isn't it's in is in and of itself a probably a little bit eerie. Um, like uh, uh hello. Um, uh, may I come in? Uh, I sure I will stand back and let him come in. <laughs> Wonderful. He steps inside, smiles at you all. Um, so I thank you all for your patience. Um, I know that it. this is not a normal situation for you. Uh, I hope that you are in at least taking your time to, to enjoy the city. Um, uh, while we have tried to, to discern some answers. Um, in the, I suppose I have best to tell you what we've been doing in the meantime. Uh, I've been speaking with some of our, uh, the elder members of our, of, um, and we have been doing some research on that particular circle. Uh, we sent somebody to go investigate. Uh, the other side of it. And I... I believe we have some... Not necessarily... It might not necessarily be all of the answers that, that, that we're, we're hopeful for, but at least it, it leads us along the right way. Um... Those, I, if, as we were to un, as we as we understood it, um, you had gone there, um, and this portal had led from a from this Kenneth facility, House Kenneth facility. Looks over at Alex. Um, uh, uh, here, and it had been some sort of vault of some kind. Uh, oh. pretty much, yeah. So we've been doing some 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 record uh, searching. We have some uh, fairly extensive archives. Um, and this leads us into.
I guess I, I suppose the best way to put it would be a, a sort of delicate situation. Um, that I, 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 he sort of fidgets a little bit. I feel like this, this would be better, best answered by, um, he sort of looked at the door. There's somebody that would be, uh, more, have higher authority to discuss than I would. Um, so there, 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 there is someone on. Um, I thought I should, I should, uh, uh, come and sort of, I guess the best phrase would be prepare you. Um, uh, she is one of our ascendant, um, which is one of our most, uh, um, uh, honored deathless. Uh, one of our most uh, uh, powerful would be the best way to put it. Um, once you reach that sort of a state, it is a well, you stop looking even as normal as I do. Um, and you start to give off a particular aura. So I guess what I was, I was hoping to say is, is do not be alarmed. Um, uh, we mean you no harm, as I said before. And um, as I, I would. Request you realize that this is this somebody who speaks with a great deal of weight in our country, in our uh, society. Um, and he sort of again puts on that that kind of smile. You can even tell at this point with him. There's a little bit of 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 perhaps anxiety, like nervous isn't quite the proper term, uh, but a little bit of anxiety to him. Um, he's not exactly sure how this is going to go. Um, about that time, you guys can roll me. I'm going to make it a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. Four. Okay. Is, oh, it is it at all relevant that if, if this saving throw is related to one dead, then I have advantage on it? Um, no, not in this case. Okay. I rolled two. So we are, are all rolling very, very well. Um, uh, well, that sure. Was, that was for the record for those at home. Um, uh, two natural 20s, for one for Kira, one for Valen. And a four and eight and a four for Seth, Alex, and Branma. So it's not any sort of like, you know, you're not magically enchant or uh, uh, possessed or anything like that. It is simply that 
as you feel before some before anybody enters um you all feel this sort of for lack of a better term it's almost like an aura of 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 power uh that sort of approaches uh kira and valen valen this just feels for you in particular it just feels right like it feels almost like you might not have even had a, had a a feeling quite similar to this, but it feels almost like home, hmm. like in a spiritual sense. Um, Kira, in your say, in your case, it's more you feel it, and it feels initially very unnerving. Um, but then you get that sense from that connection you have in the back of your head of a very, very keen interest. Kira was expecting this kind of reaction. Kira is actually very curious about this. <laughs> like already. you feel, you know, it's a, it's not a it's not a physical presence, obviously, but. You feel almost that like mental and spiritual sense of your benefactor leaning yes, turning forward. an eye. To- yeah. <laughs> like very, very interested in what's about to come through the door. Um the other you other three. This is something that you are not used to. It's funny because it's an it, it's you feel all all five of you feel this sort of um it almost like it, it it sort of charges you it's like an energetic feeling as just sort of the air gets suffused with sort of this empowering almost like electrical warmth feeling um and Seth you're probably you're already i probably on edge anyways being in this city where as near as you understand people shouldn't know what you are yeah so that doesn't make it any better because all you feel is something really goddamn powerful is coming through the door um Brahm is sort of the same thing you're not really at the same sort of you're in this sort of confused state here as are you safe here are you not safe here so that doesn't help and Alex, your sort of usual curiosity is sort of stymied just by this sense of, oh crap, something is something very powerful is coming in, and it just sort of brings you back to the idea of somebody with a definite sense of power, which your closest recognition of that is Merrick's, who you are not happy with right now and view hostily. So. Okay. Um, that's sort of where you guys all are right now. Um, and so, uh, uh, the door opens. I probably instinctively have my hand on the hilt of my sword. Mm-hmm. So. Um, um, I've pulled out my axe and moved in front of Alex. Okay. Which, uh, Fortunately for me, my I wear my sword on the wrong hip, so 
<laughs> it's fine because it's my right hand on the sword on my right hip. <laughs> um, uh, if Bram is doing that, then I'm gonna like cross across to her, uh, and you know, sort of like put my hand on the axe, like bring it okay. down. Um, Kira is just trying to find a position where she has a good view. Right. Um, and so the door opens, and uh, an elven woman steps through, very clearly a member of the Undyne. Uh, you guys would probably, you guys would be hard pressed to say how long she's been beyond that that realm of life, other than an extremely long time. Um, uh, a lo- the skin of her face is mostly actually sort of peeled away. Um, and what's there is, is very taut, has that almost transparent feel against it. Uh, whatever hair that was on her head has just been reduced to these few short wisps of gray white. Um, uh, she's dressed in this sort of, uh, uh, a robe of white cloth with red arcane designs and runes over it. Um, um, <laughs> Moisturize. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, as I try to set a scene. No. Um, uh, and as she walks in, you get that that sense of, of, of energy is very clearly coming from her. If it hadn't been obvious before, despite that very deathly demeanor, the sort of desiccated frame that, that the robe is very loosely hanging off of. There is a sense of extreme vitality to her, uh, mostly reflected through a, a pair of very keen green eyes. Um, uh, she she steps inside, um, takes a moment, um, uh, uh, sort of regards you all with with. Uh, Varying degrees, but pretty intense all around. Curiosity more than anything else. Thelaine uh, 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 is already standing up again at this point, uh, and and quickly seeing that uh, that uh, uh, Branda was re- even with Valen sort of having sort of sort of sort of uh, try to sit by me is. Very quickly, in like a um, a a, a uh, uh, diplomatic de-escalation mode of, uh, um, may I introduce to you, um, uh, uh, Ascendant Counselor Ilaraway, um, of of the Undying Court, um, uh, Melady. Uh, these are uh, he enters. Did you give... How much of your name did you give, Seth? Seth and Arthur Okay. Okay. I wanted to make sure. Seth and Arthur... That word, Volande. Seth and Arthur. Kira of... Um, Ash Black. Uh, Ash Black. Thank you. Because I do not have all of your character sheets. Just read your name. Your base Yeah, name. Kira doesn't use it. Um, yes. Um, uh, Alexandra DeThorne, I believe it was. Correct. All right, I'm getting one right. Um, uh, the Lady Branma. 
Uh, and Valen, you're going to have to help me here. I don't have one. You don't have a last name? Okay. I ditched it for story reasons. Oh, that's right. That's right. And um, Valen. And, and, and Valen. Um, Such a period at the end of the Sort of, story. yeah. <laughs> Lady Brahma and Valen. Valen. <laughs> and the uh, Ilaraway, as he's introduced her, uh, sort of does does a little bit of a bow. You all uh, looks to Thalen and says, and I'm not going to try to do a voice here because I, it, I tried a couple and it didn't work. But in sort of, uh, it's almost like a hollow, like like a little bit of a raspy voice. Um, uh, thank you, Thalane. Please leave us. A uh, very, very strong accented common that she's speaking. And she's hitting those peas with no lips. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Magic. <laughs> exactly. Somehow the, the yes, the lipless can still speak clearly. Uh, and Flane, when she says that, very quickly hops to and well, if you need anything, um, I'm. I will be a uh, good day and leaves. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shuts the door like, behind himself. <laughs> Uh, leaving you guys alone with this ancient, ancient creature. Um, give that rustling sound. And with with half um, the party in fight or flight mode. <laughs> yes. Hello there. Um, hello. Uh, excuse. May I be seated? Please do. Sure. Wonderful. Thank you. She moves to a chair. Settles herself down quite. I'm not, quite <clears throat> I'm not sure of really the. I'm uh, not sure of the etiquette here. Um, I, I don't think you drink, but I would offer you one if you did. <laughs> I do not, but I, I appreciate it. Uh, and Valen, you can actually roll me. I am going to make it a. <sighs> I'm going to make it, in this case, a perception roll. Okay. 25. 25. So, as she's sitting there, and he takes you a minute, like... That's a 20 and a 19 in quick succession. Yes. (laughs) It, it, It took you a minute to make the connection. Um, but... There was something very, besides that feeling when you when she came in, there was something very familiar about it that you couldn't quite put your put your hand on or f- finger on. And when she's settling down, she sort of crouches for crouches for a minute, you know, just as your natural body does. And in an instant, it locks into your head. This is the obviously many many. Many years and the state, the the act of becoming undying later. This is the person whose reflection you saw in the pool. Huh. Oh, that that kind of stuns me for a minute. Yeah. Um. So, 
as she sits down, yes. I will force my hand to unclench around the hilt of my sword. Okay. Move it away and then sit down sort of opposite of wherever she's sitting. Okay. And she sits back, and even that, like, when she sits back, it's a little, it's because it looks like when she, when she sits back, she goes very still. So it looks like there is a corpse sitting in the, sitting in the chair there, other than the speaking and, you know, would be surprising. And the obvious intelligence in the eyes. Um, it's like she rests her arms on the armrest and sort of leans back a little bit. So, um, uh, Thelaine has obviously, as you might imagine, clued us, the rest of us at the court, into the situation. He tilts her head a little bit at that. I'm like, um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Lady Bronmout. You will have to clarify what you mean by that. I, uh, what, like the skin. Ah, uh, uh, I am what is referred to by our people as deathless. I have moved beyond life to a uh, the mysteries beyond that. Um, and the process of doing so and many thing, many such uh, just the years, many, many, <laughs> many years. Um, and the the accumulation of everything that goes along with that is not the best on my complexion, shall we say? Yeah, uh, no kidding. I apologize. I'm sure that's not what you are used to seeing in a conversation, mate. But. Do I know you? Such as it is. He looks over at you for a second. We've never met. I can be certain of that. You look familiar. I I sort of give Phelan a look. (laughs) Like, how? Pretty oblivious. Because there's nothing that you can do. There's a momentary pause. Perhaps you know someone of my lineage. Possibly. Do you. Wait, do you keep tabs on that kind of thing? We try. We. (laughs) We. God damn it, Josh. Um, <laughs> For those of you at home, I just typed in chat. I've seen many a corpse before, and your skull looks familiar. Um, 
We do. Uh, uh, family is the most important thing to us, as I'm sure you are aware. Um, it and is now. a little more difficult to track um, for those of those of our people that have left Aranel. We do try. Sometimes it gets lost. So, as Thelian, I'm I, I'm sure you, we have uh, taken this situation with great interest and uh, uh, gone to um, the place that you traveled here from. Um. It's an interesting situation. It is an area that is familiar to me. I did not realize that there was a uh, a, a a portal from there to here. Um, something that, had I known, there would have been a young man I would have been very angry with. Many... Many centuries ago. Um, at this point, I am less angry. I imagine at this point, he's less young, too. <laughs> I imagine that she, she does chuckle a little bit at that. I imagine at this point, sadly, there is probably very little left of him. Uh, and she throws a quick glance over at Alex. Um, if I may ask you something, all all of you something, um, what familiarity do you have with... How it's as it's known on your on on the main continent, um, the blood of Vol came to pass. You mean the origin? Essentially. You mean that the the cult Looks at Alex folks? Yes, where their religion came from. Uh, weren't they like an offshoot of you folks? Not you in particular, but like the city. <laughs> not us in particular, and not me in particular, absolutely. But yeah, yes. Yeah. Like Aranali in general. Yes. What's practiced on the mainland, as I understand it, is a a very corrupted version of what was originally practiced here, which was not entirely pure to begin with. Uh, Very much the opposite of pure. Um, It's the sort of thing where I hope corruption of corruption means that it is relatively harmless now. 
Um, the blood of all came from a from a from a uh, a, a house that um, is no longer in existence on Aaron. That house in the middle of the street. Hmm? That house. Oh, God. (laughs) I hate you all. (laughs) The apartment collapses, everyone dies. (laughs) Ceiling falls. Indoor version of rocks fall and dies. No. Um... (laughs) This whole time, while she's been talking, I've basically been like trying to get Bramma to sort of put her sword away and and, yes. and being like, "It's fine, it's fine." <laughs> and no one needs to die again. Uh... Okay, yeah, no. Seth visibly tensed up when she said "blood of vol." Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on just a second, then. Yeah. Uh, what is wisdom? Her insight. Make a character sheet, and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to have to roll anything. Oh, good. I'm glad I spent the time making that, then. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> um, there's a momentary pause. Very, very quick. Uh, and a quick look over at Seth. Um, the house was eliminated for... It, it is a very long story. Um, the short version of it was the leader of the... The, the founder of the house. Or not the founder. The, the matriarch of the house at that time. Um, had created something incredibly powerful and potentially world-breaking. Um, and things needed to be handled. Uh, lest the world-breaking actually come to pass. Um... At that time um there was a there was a group of us um who uh myself and and a uh a member of house Kenneth um a member of uh another dragon marked house um and so on. There, uh, 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 you'll forgive me. It's been a long time. Um, a uh, a young paladin and changeling, I believe. Um, who well. Uh, Various other aspects of it were being handled. Um, took it upon ourselves to uh, 
deal with this matriarch. Um, I cannot... It is a very long situation to explain, but... I have at least some reason to believe what is... There is relevance to what happened to... uh, in what brought you here. In what brought you... what, what... The portal that brought you here would be the best... would be the more specific way to put it. I believe I see what you mean. It's hard for you to tell for sure because there isn't really a brow, but there is sort of a movement in 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 that sort of translucent skin that makes you suggest she's curious. How so? <clears throat> in that portal, each of us witnessed an image of a person. These persons seem to would appear to match the descriptions of those you just listed. That would make sense. Um, so, to clarify, to clarify why we believe this, uh, we have gone <clears throat> to this 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 storehouse. Uh, and we have been doing some some recent people. They have been doing some some experimentation. The portal doesn't seem to work for them. We believe, after some extensive searching or uh, some extensive testing, that it was keyed to specific individuals. Specific, I guess. I should the better way to put it would be bloodlines. Um, therefore, ergo, the strong in the what we believe is you are of that blood, those bloodlines in some way. So, wait, you're saying that. We're related to who we saw in the portal. She smiles a little bit. Looks very specifically at you and says yes. Huh. And that's the reason it brought us here. It's the nearest, it's the best thing that we can, that portal was very specifically linked here. Out of curiosity, who all was, I don't know if you were able to tell or not, who all specifically was tied to that portal? So, again, you'll have to forgive me, it has been quite a long time, but I know... We're working divination magic on it to try and determine 
It's physical, but I, to my memory, I know I am making some very, very uh, educated guesses. Like the bloodlines specifically are, are determined. Um, but I am assuming it is a, a, a particular line within, within House Caneth. Um, looks over at Alex. Um, a, the lineage of a very, very skilled enchanter from House Kundrak. Except Branma. Um, as I say, a, a, a paladin of, I believe, you will have to forgive me, I'm not excellent with, with the Sovereign Host's deities, but I believe that the, the, the deity's name is Arion. Alex Akira. Um, Edwin again is off, is off exploring the city. A Kira nods at Changeling. Um, and I'm not entirely certain. Looks at looks at Seth. Uh, myself looks at Valen, and I'm not entirely certain. The final one, although I have some very strong inclinations. That I don't think are best to vocalize right now. Sort of. Sorry, did she, did um, she look at me? Yes, look at you and you said myself. Right, okay. I'm just that like, what? Yeah, sorry, that did, that, yeah. Didn't come out well on, from my word. No, that's fine. Like, arm on, arm on the arm of the chair, fingers <laughs> clenching a little bit tighter. <laughs> There's a moment by say, young man. If I was going to, if if I was going to do something about it, I already would have. That doesn't make him relax at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you are a what? thousands-year-old creature, you don't really know how to empathize well. Um, <laughs> also, you would you would be so dead. Like, everyone in this city would have descended upon I'm, us and been like, I'm, right, you're all fucked. I'm, I'm certain of it. That does not make him relax. <laughs> that is not a relaxing thought. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I imagine you might have questions. That would be an understatement. You are free to ask. How do we um, get back? <laughs> if you wish to leave, we can absolutely get you back. It will it will be require getting you out of the city 
which is very doable. And then from there, I know the locate. I know several teleportation uh, circle sigils on Corvair. I can send you to. That would be great. What does this mean? <laughs> why would why would someone want this? I don't think it's necessarily that somebody wants this. Perhaps. There's still a lot that is a mystery to me. How did we all end up together? What the heck is going on? Let's sort of look at Valen and mime writing. Yes. The draconic prophecy. Seth and Arsa is... I'm assuming one way or another, your bloodlines were touched by destiny. Our bloodlines. My assumption is that this is... Fate is not done with us. I'm not certain why that is the case. Um, on the word fate, actually, Seth suddenly has like a... He can't hide it. You suddenly... Anybody looking at him suddenly sees a click in his brain. Um, reaches back and pulls out that leather map case. Mm-hmm. By the way, someone in the city told me that you, well, someone in your position might be able to answer this for me. Um, and he pulls out the hilt that has the part of the blade that has the word Loris on it. Okay. May I? Hands it over. Okay. <clears throat> Takes it and looks it over for a moment. Um, and then starts you know tracing with her fingers. Arcane room says something. Says something quietly to herself. Ah, uh, you see, sort of a glow hit her eyes. You can roll me an insight roll. Sure. Okay. I'm. Good at that, I say sarcastically. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> Thinking of should I do something about this? Uh hmm. I'll action point it. Okay. And actually no wait. Wait, wait, wait. I'm wondering do I Nah I'm banking on using Dark ones on locks on something else. Okay. Okay. Eighteen. Actually, don't worry about the action point. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Um, All right. Action point would have known anyway. So there is a definite recognition and surprise, like. 
Valen, you definitely pick up on the surprise. Seth and Kira pick up on this is the reaction of somebody who ne- who did not expect to see a thing. Um, and there's a moment where like completely forgets that you guys are there for a second, and then looks up and then hands it back to you. I'll take it. Put it back in the case. That is a hereditary blade. Not... You said I... Could I ask where you got it? It was my father's. It's the only thing I have left of him. That makes a lot of... Well, it makes more sense than the alternative. Um, it is, uh, it's a hereditary blade that comes from a family It's not the side of your family that you should probably be concerned about. Um, the more she looks almost frustrated and then gets an oh fuck it look on her face and, and throws uh, uh, cast something you guys see the sort of almost a feeling like um uh Probably the wrong word because probably set people at, uh, uh, at disease, but almost like a void. Um, uh, because it might be relevant, can I arcana check what she's casting yes. for resolves? Because yes. I do have counter spell. <laughs> yes, you can. Just in case we're dying. Uh, um, I'll. Ro- this is where I'm that using is not successful. Dark One's own rock. Okay. Is mine successful? I and you'd and be able to identify the point. school with that. I got to thirteen. Okay. I'll use an just because I'm really curious, I'll use an action point. Okay. 17. 17. I've rolled a one on action points twice. Uh, Of course you have. Um, So as I check and see what... Okay. So 9, 13 total. So you guys can both identify. It is... Actually, let me check and see... Yes, you can both identify it is an abjuration spell. Uh, and says for over the... It's a non-detection spell, Seth, you know. Ah, making us not scryable. Yes. <clears throat> and she Kira sort does of... does not count her spell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tyr is not perfectly aware of abjuration magic, yeah. but figures it's not the kind of magic that usually is worth counterspelling in this right. kind of situation. 
Um, so once that once that settles over, forgive me. I did not want to cast that unless I had to. Um, now we can speak a little bit more plainly. Are you often worried about people listening into your conversations? No. It's not the con- it's not that I'm concerned that people are listening are are It's not that I'm concerned that people are actively listening in right now, dis- although I will say that you are all a very keen point of interest among we my have... fellows. Oh, and other uh, other factions as well. I'm sure. Um it is simply in this case I would rather not take risks. Um, so to speak a little bit more plainly, um, clarify anything that needed to be clarified. Yes, I am. Looks at Valen. I am your ancestor. I believe. I'm not going to get into how many greats are in that, but hello, many. <laughs> Um, it's unfortunate that our lineage lost track of yours over the years. Um, but I am pleased to meet you. Um, you as well. And I apologize if I am setting any of you at disease looking over at Brahma right now. Um, as to you, look, it looks at Seth. I know your lineage. I know what I, I, it was obvious to me upon first seeing you. You carry Minaraville's look about you. And that's before we get into the evidence that the 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 connection uh with the with the with the portal and everything else i am not cons- uh, i am not you have nothing to fear from me mostly because if this is prophecy and we have reason to believe that it is I don't believe the prophecy. I don't believe that somebody's fate is necessarily defined by the prophecy. Turns to Seth. Sorry, what? I hold up my left hand again. Have have, have you not been paying a little attention? bit of a little bit of backstory? Seth and Earth here comes from a line of an old house from Aranel. Uh, the, the House Vol, which were necromancers who went in a very different route than most of us. Uh, uh, most of us who chose 
with us, with the the area being connected to Irian and with our religious beliefs being what they are, to become deathless and not un and, and not undead. I know the distinction is lost on much of the much of the world, but there is a very strong one. House Vol chose the way of Mabaran necromancy and and undeath, which is which builds off of negative uh negative energy, necrotic energy. They are undead that are destructive in nature. At some point, uh, Minara Volk became head of the house. She sought to do great many things. She had ambitions, both good and bad, in terms of exploring uh, um, uh, the house's dragon mark, the mark of death. And hopefully finding some level of peace with the dragons of Arganison. That led her to father or uh, mother a child with a dragon who is known as Arandis Vol. That in and of itself was not a terrible thing, or at least not a horrible thing. It was not something that either side of either race was particularly fond of, but it wouldn't have led to what it ultimately led to had Arandis not developed. There's not even a word to describe the level of the mark of death that she had. It essentially turned her into a living eldritch machine. And she could have had power over the very nature of life and death. She could have been a... torn down those walls. And drawing from the side of undeath that she did some decisions were made. Out of curiosity, did she happen to have a very obvious pair of green dragon wings? Yes. Her father was someone who was known among uh, among many of the younger of Argenison Claw. He was a dream dragon. You cut out there, but I'm assuming you said... The Emerald Claw. Emerald Claw. Claw. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you... Uh, is the Mark of Death inherently tied to one of the planes of energy? Are you aware? No. So it was... Uh, the then house wall that decided to use Mobar rather than Eri. It's difficult to make that distinction. No, no dragon mark directly pulls off of a plane. 
the nature of dragon marks are very hotly debated. Some believe them to be actual pieces of draconic prophecy. Some believe they are just elements of draconic blood that has somehow filtered its way through individual bloodlines. It's... What you There's say a lot of debate around do, it. Then there is definitely more to dragon. There is a lot to these dragon mods. Yes, they are significant. Everybody, eh, that is con- that is that is among those who have studied it. That is one thing that is certain. Um, so, well, it itself does not draw upon. Like, inherently, you do not draw upon Mabar, uh, the plane of an eternal uh, night. Um, The fact that the mark of death manifested itself within a house that focused on that, it's hard to... for, For... just about everybody to make that distinction. Okay. Okay, hang on. Yes. Sorry. Bren? Bremer? Yeah, um, so what... Just what does it... Like, what does it, everything... What does it mean? Like, as how does near this as... affect <clears throat> us? As near as the as near as I am aware, I've, as you can imagine, having access to draconic to to what we know of draconic prophecy here. I've done studying of it over the centuries, and it's hard not to try and look at yourself. Moments of ego so on and so forth. I've actually managed to find some. There is... Hold on a second. I, the DM needs to find something. <laughs> cut to Edwin in a market somewhere. Yes, cut to Edwin in a Des- marketplace. Desperately not something, trusting something someone. Edwin's doing something very different right now. Something to do with the uh, verse of prophecy in the, uh, the uh, temple that got burned. Or, I mean... Well, that's yeah. what I was looking for, yes. If you what? say that, the, she doesn't know what that means. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, island family. Yes. In, in uh, I was dead. So there is prophecy that I believe that I have believed for a very long time has related to Minara and Arandis. Arandis Vol, for the record, was killed. Uh, Minara Vol is out of commission. Uh, 
Um, <clears throat> there is, even that being the case, there is a lot that leads me to believe that somehow this is all intended to be relived. How old was Arandis when she died? Very young. Uh, 14, 15, if I recall. So she didn't have kids? I do not believe so. No, that would I would hope not. So I did not think much of Minara, but I would hope that was not the case. So then why was it that I'm pretty certain she's the one I saw in the pool? Not someone that didn't have dragon wings. There's a long, long moment of silence from her, and she's just staring at you. Are you certain? It's hard to mistake one for the other. You know, I mean, an elf girl, a young-looking elf girl with dark hair and big green dragon wings. That... That is definitely not Minaravol. That is definitely Arandis. Read back to me saying, fuck a minute ago. So here's what I she 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 here's what I believe. I should preface this by saying my opinion, my belief on this is is just one of that said my belief is also the least hostile potentially to descendants of the house of Vol. So, each of the people that I mentioned who are t- whose bloodlines are tied to that, with the exception of yours, Seth and Arth, were involved with putting Minara out of commission. There are two. There are essentially two lines of thought regard, regarding this prophecy, which I am not the only person that is aware of. I do believe I'm the only person on on Aranel who is aware that you might be connected to it. Those who see it believe that those who are involved, those who are uh, tied into it in the current day are destined to somehow bring back Arandis or Minara and though and I believe these are a way to make permanent what was done temporary all those years ago. 
there was the Kunderak, uh, um, uh, Breden de Kunderak, who forged the chains that were used to bind. Uh, Roman de Caneth, who enchanted those chains. Um, Ald, the changeling who struck the fu- who actually struck the blow that put Minara down. Myself, who did battle, and Aaron Decker, who kept all of the information, all all of the lore, after it was all done. Still not certain what this means for us. It means that you either have a part to play in putting a final end to an evil or helping bring it back. More presently, I believe the former. More presently, it means that there is a crazy cult of people who worship my ancestor, wanting to do some do bad things to us. I say in pulling out the journal that we took off of the blood of Volfolks. Yes, the elements of blood of Volonkarver are aware of the prophecy. Put the journal back. Like, in the immediate sense, that's what it means. Yes. I can keep you, I can keep those, I can come up with ways to keep you relatively free of them. I do believe that at some point, Maybe not immediately, but sometime down the line, you'll have a part to play in this. And it will come back up. Um, Ultimately, what you do with that, I would like to see, I would like to aid you however possible. And you'll be here doing things. Yes. Hmm. So, not to sidetrack, but just in case it's relevant, um, is there any way to fix this? I say, indicating the uh, thing that holds the broken sword. I can look into it. It is not something that uh, a simple 
reforging and re-enchanting will resolve. But I think that much like you, that sort of has something, uh, has, has a role to play. That sword is very specifically it is I don't necessarily believe that it was I think that your father probably inherited it not from his direct descendant, shall I? Uh, I'll put it that way. If I'm correct, that is the sword that that, that is the sword that Ald, uh the changeling, used to strike Minara down. That poses a lot of interesting questions. Yes, it does. I'm half off. Can you die? (laughs) I'm sorry. This is. I'm sorry. What was it? Can you die? Yes. Of course. It's not like a eternal prison type of situation. Should I, should my body fall, my consciousness joins with the spirits here. Um, so I will still contribute. But yes, this body, this body can be destroyed once and for all. If one were to have an academic interest in, well, in that and surrounding things, one have access to your records of it. There's a moment where she looks at at Shakira and it almost seems oddly fond Like, in a reminiscent way. I can gain you access to some records, yes. I would appreciate that. Um, I must be somewhat careful with that. Uh, There's a great many... There's a great many... We have a lot of lore here. Not all of it is the most safe lore. Um, That is often a case with such lore. (laughs) Which, in the back of your mind, you're hearing like, yes, that's the point. Um, Ultimately, I'm going to... I would like you all to make your own choices about this. I don't want 
I would never presume to say because you are wrapped up in something like this, you no longer have a say in what you do. If you are willing to, I would like to help you. Even if it's less of you than is here now. I will leave that for you to discuss. So with a natural what 20 was that natural insight, 20 with insight with, for? A natu- with a natural 20 on my insight check, do I trust that she's speaking honestly that she wants to help us? Yes. So we'd be really, turbo dead if she wasn't. It's really <laughs> different. We'd be straight turbo dead. <laughs> yeah. Unless, I mean, unless the objective was to position us into something else, like. No, no, there is good reason to be paranoid in this situation. Just because. Just, now just that you think about it. Just because she doesn't want to kill us doesn't mean she doesn't doesn't mean she wants what's best for us. Yeah. <laughs> like now that you're thinking about it, Seth, you wonder if the fact that Edwin isn't here right now is was a particular thing because you know how paranoid Edwin is. Yeah, I'm sort of taking on the like, paranoia more so than any uh, more so than anybody else among you among your group. Or on the planet, yes. Um, So you almost wonder if that was intentional, like if Edwin has been, is somewhere else dealing, you know, being talked to about something else. Edwin's been Um, abducted. (laughs) But, so it's really hard to read facial expressions on something that doesn't really have much of a face left. Yep. I mean, I say that I say that mostly jokingly. Like, actually, I do have a picture I should show you now that. Considering that we're looking at her. Yes. Huh. So as you can see, yeah, it's very, very desiccated. There's not much to the facial. There's only so much facial features that you can you can give. I believe but, it's called a rictus grin. Sort of, yes. Um, a little bit more animated than that, but but still. But, initial question. What the hell is wrong with your face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Um, but there is absolutely nothing... It, Well, let me rephrase that. There is nothing in there, because there's a lot to potentially be paranoid about. She could be, she could be luring you into some sort of trap. She could be using you for some kind of weird, uh, twisted destiny game that she has. You don't sense any of that. Like, there is actual honest sense of concern for her, for, for all of your well-being that she has. Um, and that she very much you feel like she is very, she's trying to downplay it a little bit. But there is a definite sense of hope that you would help with this. 
but she she means what she's saying in that she ex- she is determined to let you be the master of your own fates here as far as this goes even as much as that's possible because who knows maybe you say fuck this shit i'm out and go and a year later it, it just happens anyways yeah um I do have one more question. Of course. I'm surprised it's only one more. And I can only ask so many questions. Um, to the best of your knowledge, is there any sort of connection between my ancestry, as far as you know, mm-hmm. and the Dreadhold? Not your direct ancestry, no. Like, I don't know any... Nothing specific, I should say. The Like, your people were not involved in the creation of it, nothing like that. But, I don't mean to sound insulting when I say this, but... House Vol, if they're clearly considering that they're survivors, um, we're not generally disposed towards towing the line of the law. Yeah, the reason I ask is because apparently the blood of Vol seems to think that somebody in Dreadhold knows secrets about me. That would not surprise me. Hmm. I couldn't tell you who. Well, it was worth asking. There's always the possibility... If you would like to find out, I could see what I could do. I would like to find out, actually. (laughs) I will attempt. I cannot promise that I will get you the direct answers, but I may enable you to get the answers yourself. That would be lovely. Um, at that point, she stands up, um, reaches into her skull, yeah, into her skull, and pulls <laughs> out her brain. No, um, I eat it. No, I hand it to Brunma. <laughs> Valen has we're, to eat it. We're going full and on Nick, eye Nick, and Next morning, know. all of us eat it. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> um, no, she reaches into her... Um, reaches into... The, the, the robes that she has... She ha- it, it doesn't look like... On first glance, it doesn't look like they've got pockets or anything... 
Um, but she, apparently it does because she reaches it like basically inside the robe, comes out with uh, a bag. Uh, and just holds it out. She's not handing it to anybody in particular. This, if you... Um, whether you do or not, whether you, you wish to participate, you know, get involved or not, this is something that I hope can help you. Um, can somebody take it? Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't handing it to anybody, and no, no, she's just holding it out in general for I'll somebody to take. take it. Um. Oh. <laughs> What's inside it? So you open it up, and there is a there. There are two th- two things inside. Um. There is one of them you very quickly recognize, because somebody else has handed you one of these. It is a sending stone. Um, the other thing is a, or the other things are a set of six rings. I pull out the rings. Those rings are a particular item um, known as uh, uh, the circle of sound. If you wear them, uh, whisper into one of them, you can send a message to everybody else who is wearing one. I put one on and toss one to Valen. I will try it out. Okay. Like, just test it to see? Yes. Essentially, you can do a message spell up to 220 feet away. Oh. Okay, so... So and it will reach to everybody. So I whisper into the ring. Yep. That's neat. And you hear it at in your ear. That is hmm. neat. I'll pass the rest out to everyone and keeping one for hmm. everyone. And for and and at a meta point, for those who may be listening as critters, I did not take this from that. It's in the Eberron book. <laughs> <laughs> so Circle somebody probably took sound. it from that. Yes, circles of sound. Um, the sending stone. Yeah, I have the other one. So if you need to contact me, that is an easy way to do so. Whether that is here in the city or once you depart. Does the Sending Stone look marginally different to the other Sending Stone we have? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, get confused. No, no. No. This one, this one has, first of all, it is where the other one is about, you know, it's not, it's not uncomfortable to hold in your fit, in your hand, but it is palm sized. Um, this one is actually like the size of probably like a small, like the kind of small polished stone that you you like 
that will come out of a tumbler. Um, it is a, um, a, um, a amethyst. Um, and it's still, you know, it has the, the appropriate arcane marks on it. But they're much smaller and in a much more flowy script. It is very clear which is which. Um, at that point, she sort of waves her hands, um, and you feel that void that had come up when she cast a spell go away. How do you how do you spell her name? By the way, I've been trying to figure out how to spell it for the past. O l a r u e, Ola Rue. Okay. Um, now, if you will excuse me, I must, I have things that I need to look into, um, and other business. If you require anything at all, feel free to let me know. And she gives you sort of a smile, and, uh, and again, that, that little bow. With the smell, the smell actually comes with sort of a wink as in a, now, you know, now that we, there's the slightest chance that we are being listened to, that is the, you know what, you know what I mean when I say that. In terms of what, the should you need to contact me. Yeah. Um, and she turns and she departs. I Leaving you all alone in the room. I put sending stone in the bag of holding. Because I think Alex oh. has the other one, right? Yes. Oh, crap. I forgot. <laughs> and I'm just going to go digging into my pack and pull out okay. the scimitars. It's like, I'm Glad I didn't remember that I had these. Um, they were these are for you. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I um, I I presumably everybody's noticed that the sword on my hip is different. I pull the blade out slightly so they can see the material. You know, I've I've got one too. The two people that were most wigged out by the undying court member were the two people with the weapons that kill undead. <laughs> Specifically undead, not deathless. Yes. yes. So what are we going to do? Uh, well. Or rather, what are you all going to do? Get information and leave. Specifically in that order. Yeah. Wait, what information do we still need? Uh, all the things that I look around now that there's no longer a non-detection spell on it. We came here to find and yeah. Do you you want to whisper into the ring? Uh... I hold my hand. I hold the ring up to my hand and whisper into it. You know, fixing my dad's sword. What? How to? 
information how to find out what the fuck's going on with the blood of Vol and everybody. Anything else anyone else wants to get any other ans- questions anybody else has to get answered. And then as far as I'm concerned, we go back to making money. Hmm. Well. Good luck with all of that. Are you staying here? I think I am. I'm going to see if they could use the services of... um... of a ranger in this whatever this is. Brown must stop whispering yes in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That was our character. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whole bit just with the Brown whispering, that was not that wasn't happening. <laughs> I, 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 I just like, like to imagine that it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very, very awkward for at least one other person. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> we'd all be pretty awkward. So, I mean, you know, thanks, Bran. But if you know, if you want to, you can return these swords. I'm sure I'll be able to get myself outfitted later on. Dodges a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you dodge a punch? Let's find out. I mean... You get one. Well, I mean... If that's what you want to do, we aren't going to stop you. (laughs) No. You you don't get to get out of it that easy. Oh, come on. Okay, you you promised me. <sighs> I mean, problem is going to stop so, you apparently, but so I'm this is great. I you. have no idea what's going on right now. So Valen takes the scimitars and is like, right, okay. Well, you hold them like this, <laughs> and basically starts giving Remmer a sword fighting lesson. Okay. And I think we can probably cut away there, unless anyone yes, else has anything to is, say. Yeah. Nope. That is a good point to call it for the night. All right. Well, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so there. Thank you to all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort, Antitonic, and Cat Waterflame, without whom we would do quite as much of the stuff that we do already. Uh, we are, you know, obviously we're past our $100 a month goal, uh, which was separating out all these podcasts and their own individual feeds. And the next goal, $500 a month, is going to get our uh, audio engineer uh, editing our stuff more regularly so that I have more time to do things like stream more tabletop RPGs. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so if you if you like the stuff we do, throw a couple bucks our way. Uh also, we are Twitch affiliates. Uh, those of you that watch our live streams, twitch.tv slash Nsaku. If you want to subscribe to that channel, you can do so there. Um, and I'd also like to thank the folks over at 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about 411mania.com. Hi, folks. Jeremy Thomas for 411mania.com. 
Um, if you're interested in stuff that that uh, just about anything geeks could be interested in, whether it's 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 movies, TV, comics. If you want to know whether whether the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is worth seeing or what's coming out this coming week, well, War of the Planet of the Apes. I'm sure we'll have a review of that one. Um, the latest news, the latest um, information on uh, uh, wrestling, MMA, uh, uh, video games, uh, music, um, all final show film stuff. Check us out, com. We appreciate them for doing all that, and we appreciate you guys for listening at home, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.